about something bigger than just surviving. Welcome to Heroes of the Galaxy. I'm your host, Alani. And I'm your host, Millicent. And this is the ongoing series of your podcast where I take Millicent, who has never seen the Clone Wars series, on an epic journey through every single episode. Along the way, discussing characters, themes, and its wider context within the galaxy. Uh, On today's episode, the very, very first episode of My First Clone Wars, we're looking at the movie and the first four episodes of season one. These are my first Clone Wars. <laughs> That's what I imagine like comes in now with like yeah. all the audio and everything. <laughs> okay, so this is episode one of My First Clone Wars. But first, just a massive thank you to like everyone who has listened to episode one of the relaunch. Uh, the feedback has been amazing. It was such a good time to record. I loved listening to it. I, I know that's really biased. Is it weird to listen to your own podcast? Is that like a thing? I don't Can I do so. that? I, <laughs> I thought it was great. To to it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who's listened and followed since then and like shared it and everything like that and all our new patrons and all our friends on the Discord. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, just thank you. The relaunch is off to a swimming start, if I do say so. Yeah. It's been fun. I'm not a Discord person, but, like, I've been participating. It's been fun. (laughs) Yeah, you're slowly, like, cropping up a bit more, getting more confident with it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what do I do? What are these servers? What is is all of I made it so snazzy as well. Did you see, like, the pronoun channel? Like, that took so much work to get all, like, the tech, kind of the buttons and all the things to, like, match up. So you just, like, press an emoji and it, like, picks your pronouns for you. I was really proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. It looks Thank you. snazzy. It looks great. It looks great. <laughs> if you're listening and you'd like to join the Discord where, you know, it's just all the listeners of the podcast and other Star Wars fans, we just chat wholesome Star Wars all the time, you know, just... DM us. Basically, we didn't put the link out on Twitter because there's this thing where people like look at random discords and like spam the spam the server with like awful rubbish. So like just DM and we'll just give you the private link. We're not gonna say no. Um mm-hmm. but it's really nice as well because we've been we have a one division channel and every Friday we're all in there like first thing in the morning theorizing all day. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. So yeah, drop us a DM if you want to be on the Discord. Uh, other than that, how have, you, how have you been, Alani? How have you been since our last episode? I've been pretty good. Work's been good. Um, it's been great to kind of revisit Clone Wars. It's my happy place. Uh, I think we've talked about this last time, but it's my favorite aspect with of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than Clone Wars, I've been pretty decent um chicago got like 18 inches of freaking snow and now it's like below zero and tomorrow it's supposed to be even colder so it's not great um weather wise but (laughs) i hope you're wrapping up (laughs) i am but i also just like with uh at the end of or i guess middle of december um i got a puppy and so it was fine because December was pretty decent weather-wise, but then now it's like cold and I have to walk her, obviously. And so, uh, um, so it's been a journey. She's cute though, of- so it's worth it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, but then it's like, ah, is it worth it? I mean, I have to do it. So I guess I have to. <laughs> Pretend that it's worth it. No, I'm just kidding. It is- I hope she's not listening. Oh, this would make her so sad. <laughs> <laughs> she's sleeping on the couch with her new frozen blanket. I got Aww. her. Please put pictures in the Discord. I specifically made a pets channel for this very purpose. I want everyone to send pictures of their cute pets. Okay, I will put. I will put pictures. But how have you been, Milton? Uh, I've not been too bad. Uh, we got a bit of snow, not 18 inches, but like <laughs> like a little bit. When it snows in England, it's like gone by the next day. Like it's just wet, gray sludge within a few hours. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been all right. We're still plodding along at uni, at work, 
counting down the days till graduation, although I did get my official confirmation that graduation is cancelled this year. Um, didn't expect anything else, but like, still, it sucks a bit. I think I'm going to like buy a graduation cap on the internet and have like a little at-home photo shoot. Because the only reason I went to uni was to wear a cap and gown, of course. Like, of course. now I'm gutted, but... <laughs> It's fine. I haven't, um, you know, surprisingly, I haven't consumed a lot of Star Wars content since we last talked. Uh, mm -hmm. I was like firing on all cylinders, watching all the movies, reading all the books and like getting prepped for this. And then I kind of just like fell off it for a few weeks. So it was really nice to watch all the episodes of Clone Wars this morning, getting psyched for this. And I was like, oh, every time I come back to it after a while, I'm like, why did I ever leave you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk all things Ahsoka, Anakin, and oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Please. <laughs> yes. Okay. So where shall we start? Okay. Well, I guess we can start a little bit with the history. I don't want to get yes. like too bogged down with like all of that, but basically. Um, the Clone Wars came out in 2008, so that's about three years after Revenge of the Sith came out, and Dave Filoni is, or was, I guess, the show's over now, but, um, he was the showrunner of the show, and George Lucas actually, like, helped and, like, was the co-showrunner, essentially, of the show up until, like, he, like, like, took less and less of the reins throughout the seasons, but, I mean, the show was canceled in, like, 2012. The last season came out in 2013. The last season really just consisted of, like, a handful of episodes that were pre-made. Um, so that's why the last season are just, like, a few episodes that really don't feel like they belong together because mm -hmm. they were, like, pre-made and, like, they don't belong together. Um, and Dave Loney had, like, a ton of ideas and, like, a ton of arcs and it's it was a whole thing but um anyway so in 2008 <laughs> this movie that we're going to talk about in a little bit um was made and it basically it's like two arcs put together so it's kind of like two episodes put together and so the first one is like it takes place on Christosis or Christosis I don't really know how to say it <laughs> um but it's the battle of Christosis and it is Anakin and Obi-Wan with their squadron and it is when Ahsoka is brought in for the very first time and so that is partially why like the movie is so important um because it is when Ahsoka is first introduced but of course also the movie is important because it is the movie and it's the very first like Clone Wars like I guess entry um so that's kind of a little bit of the history. Um, was Dave Filoni was cinemas. Like, was it like an actual movie that you could see at the cinema? Yeah, it was a theatrical release. Ooh. So, like the so Clone Wars was a Cartoon Network uh, series after this, but yeah, this was a theatrical release. I think it came out in like August of two thousand eight or something like that. Uh, or some yeah, something like that, and yeah. And there was, there's, like, pictures, you can look it up now, of, like, the movie premiere, and, like, there's, like, a, there's, like, a woman dressed up as Ahsoka, and, like, oh, my God, uh, I'm Googling right now. Clone Troopers, yeah, it's, like, on Getty, um, and, like, all of this stuff, and, like, all the voice actors are there, um, in very, like, 2008 attire, it's <laughs> great. So, yeah, so, so that's a little bit of the history uh, of the Clone Wars, and so this movie came out, and... The second part of the movie is they go to Tatooine. Oh, we love Tatooine. Anakin certainly didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> we get his favorite thing, sand. I love that they like directly reference that. He's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, oh, there's loads of stuff we could talk about, like sand. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. And like, <clears throat> I was telling Melissa before we started recording, but, like, a lot of people hate on the movie, and some people are like, oh, you can skip it. Well, like, first off, I don't think you can, because it is important, because 
again, it introduces Ahsoka and you really start to see, even from then on, first off, how like adamant Anakin did not want a Padawan and how it was basically kind of like planned out that he was going to get one, whether he won one or not. <laughs> um, and then you kind of already see that they're like Anakin and Ahsoka's bond kind of already starts. Um, but then, and then also, yeah, and then you meet Ahsoka, so that's important. But then, I, for me, I think it's, like, a hilarious movie. I think it's really funny. And so, it's one of my, like, silly comfort movies. And not everyone, you know, is gonna, like, find it really funny. And then they're not gonna watch it as many times as I've watched it. <laughs> but, I don't know, I think it's hilarious. And that's definitely one of the, one of the, one of the examples. And I found it, yeah, I found it really funny. <laughs> Especially Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan had some very funny moments. He is Mr. Sassy, Sassy Pants. He's so much sassier than I ever thought he would be. Like, I'm just (laughs) thinking, like, you and McGregor in the movies, I'm like, would he dare say this? Would he dare call Asajj Ventress darling to her face? But Clone Wars (laughs) Obi-Wan is just like, yes. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like, honestly... I kind of, I, I would like to hope, I would like to think that, like, if we had spent enough time with you McGregor's Obi-Wan, that, like, <laughs> yeah. um, oh my god, Obi-Wan and Asajj Ventress, there's something there, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, the oh longer- Oh my god, that fully was. <laughs> oh my god, they have, uh, I think it's, like, season two or something, there's, like, a fight that goes on, oh my goodness, the sexual tension. <laughs> I was just like, are we gonna kiss or what? No. Kidding. <laughs> <But> unless. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Unless. Uh, I would like to see it. But anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it's great. But getting back to Christosis. What was your favorite part of that, I guess? Yeah, so that's like the whole the whole first half, like you say, the two episodes pushed together kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. This this movie, just to start, was a lot. Like, it did yeah. not stop to mm-hmm. breathe for like a moment. I swear there was like a fight scene or like a big ship fight or like running around and like high tension going on. Like every second this movie was on, it was very intense. Um... <laughs> But my favorite, I think, so when Obi-Wan, um, so they've done the energy shield thing, obviously, I don't know, should we have given a spoiler warning? Obviously, watch the episodes before you listen to this, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be, like, definitely not holding back. Yeah, like, you watch them with us, okay? Um, so when the energy field is, like, pushed back over, like, Obi and everything, um, he invites the bad guy forgotten the bad guy's name i'm sorry and he like gets the table and chair and he's like let's sit down and like negotiate these are really important times to be discussing the kind of negotiations surrounding our surrender and stuff and i'm like he's the most aggressively polite man you've ever met and i kind of like he draws that very fine line doesn't he between being genuinely polite and just like a snarky little bitch you know and i loved it (laughs) I loved it so much when he picked up the teacup. I was like, the only thing that would make this better if your little pinky was like sticking out while you were lifting up that teacup. But mm-hmm. yeah, great times with Obi-Wan in this movie for sure. Just like the first half. I don't remember much of the first half other than that because everything was just happening so much. I only remember the last five minutes because that's all my brain has capacity for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And Obi-Wan's character throughout the series, but especially in this, um movie is fantastic because mm-hmm. only is he sassy like yeah like he just has I don't even know what the word is but he just and I think that's what's great about this um this cartoon is that like we talked a little bit about it last episode but like with animation and with cartoons like there is a bit of a like stigma I mm-hmm. guess around like how good it can be or whatever but like so like this cartoon leans into its silliness and is allowed to be a little bit more silly um uh, can make obi-wan a little bit sassier 
for example, yeah. than it would in a, like a live action movie. But you still have the like characterization that we know and love in Obi-Wan or in Anakin um, and whatnot. And then of course we still have like serious um, like story arcs, especially with like once you get into seasons three, four, five, and so on. Um, which is what I like to always tell people because like seasons one, especially, and two are all about like getting the footing with with these characters and with the storytelling. Um, and it's good, but the bulk of like why the Clone Wars is so good is like one once you get in, once you get that ground and that foundation, and then mm-hmm. once season three hits, and then you're just like, boom, and then they hit the ground running, and then like, then you get like those like those arcs that just like tear your heart out, and then, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like we're yeah. just getting properly introduced to these kind of like versions of the characters in the first right. few episodes in the movie and stuff, because like once they kind of like hooked us and we love them then like you say we can get into like the real shit (laughs) but I did I actually had a question because I'm confused about something um and also side note to that when I was confused about something today I was like googling it and I clicked an article and I was reading it and I was like oh okay that makes sense and the article was by you (laughs) (laughs) no no seriously I was like hold on I'm on showbiz cheat sheet right now and I like scrolled up and you had written it (laughs) article <laughs> I was like something to do with like how old Ahsoka is um because I was like she's like a child right so I was like how old is Ahsoka in season one of Clone Wars but all that was coming up was season one of Mandalorian so I like did a bit of scrolling and then like I clicked this article that was all about like her age throughout the whole thing and it was literally by you and I was like wow I could not have got a better expert on for this <laughs> <laughs> wow like, such a great moment um <laughs> So, so Miss Expert, my question is, I thought, I might be wrong, I thought to have a Padawan, you had to be a Jedi Master. And obviously, he's not a Master because they won't grant him the rank of Master in Revenge of the Sith either. So, like, is it, is, am I incorrect? Or can Jedi Knights have Padawans? Or is it, like, a special case because he's Anakin Skywalker? What's the deal? Yeah, so you can be, so there's a difference between being a Master and then being, like, a capital M master, like, sort of thing, like, I don't really know if that's, like, the exact verbiage, but, like, (laughs) the master that he was mad that he wasn't granted the rank of is master on the council, um, Mm. but he was, he's a Jedi Knight, like, he went through the trials, he's no longer a Padawan, even though, like, Obi-Wan still calls him Padawan, I think, um, but he went through the trials, he was Jedi Knight, and so he was able to get a Padawan. Like, he's able to train others, so he's able to train Ahsoka and have a Padawan. So, and so she calls him Master because he's training her, but he's not able to be a Master on the Council. So we only see a handful of Jedi, like, throughout, like, the prequels. Um... But there's like a lot more masters out there, mm-hmm. but not all of them are on the council. Everyone okay. that you see on the council, that's the council, and they're like the ruling body of Jedi. But not all of the masters that are have Padawans. Like we don't see all of them, but like not all of them are on the council. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up for me. <laughs> yeah, and the reason he was like pissed is because he was on the council, but they weren't going to give him the rank of master, so mm-hmm. he. That's why he was pissed because that had never been done before because it was kind of like a surefire thing that like, oh, you're on the council. Like, oh, you're already given this rank because like he's a Jedi Knight. That's his rank. But he wasn't the next rank up, I guess, would be within this council would be that rank. And they were like, oh, you're not going to get that because we're denying you that. That's why he was pissed because he was like, that's not. Yeah, (laughs) this is outrageous. This is unfair. (laughs) That's that's. That's essentially what it was. Um, yeah. And then it spirals, and yeah. Now we, then we know the end. Um, 
And then that thing. Here he was also pissed because he didn't want a Padawan, did he? No, he did not. He's like, I'm this like freewheeling type of dude, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, and that actually brings me into another thing I want to talk about is like kind of the whole thing, or like one of the reasons that George Lucas wanted to like create Ahsoka. Because, like, when she was first brought on, like, as you might assume, <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of, uh, a certain type of Star Wars fan did not like her. Um, and, unfortunately, like, Ashley Eckstein, like, received a lot of hate, and oh, there was, like, a lot of years of, I think it was the first few seasons, where um, they really hated her, and I think it's... Jesus. Yeah, I think it's TV Guide, I think. She actually actually did a really good interview, basically, where she described, like, uh, excuse me, she, like, basically, they, like, record, because it's voice acting, and it's different than regular filming, and they, like, record, I think it's, like, a year or two ahead of time. So they were already on season, like, two or three by the time that, that, like, Mm. season one premiered. So she's already getting all this feedback, and she's, like, well, shit, like, <laughs> you hate my character, like, what the hell, like, there's development that she's doing, but you haven't seen it yet, like, what, um, of course, now Ahsoka's one of the most beloved, like, Star Wars characters, um, and all this stuff, but they were calling, like, they would call her, like, bratty, like, all of this stuff, and whatever, it's like, she's a 14-year-old child, but okay, also, Anakin was whiny in Attack of the Clones, <laughs> But he, of course, he's a 19-year-old boy, so you don't have to say anything, but okay, anyway. Um, but one of the reasons George Lucas created Ahsoka is because he wanted to take, he wanted to take Anakin from, like, the whiny, like, teenager, angsty teenager from Attack of Clones, and then how you get him there, and then to the, like, Jedi Knight that you see in Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. I'm still a bit broody, a bit, still a bit whiny here and there, but, like, <laughs> the teenager to, like, the man who then turns the dark side. Yeah. And since those movies already existed, you're bridging the gap with, like, pre-existing media. Um, so he wanted, not to say that Ahsoka was, like, a plot device, especially because by season two, she's already having her own arcs and developing her own character, but, like, that's essentially why George Lucas created her. Um, and actually he wanted to kill her off at some point, but Dave Filoni was like, no, she is not dying. Mm-hmm. As we see, that, that woman is never dying. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, that's essentially why she was created. And so you see that a lot with, like, Anakin, especially when we talk about, uh, episode two and the Malevolent, Malevolence arc, um, mm-hmm. where you see Anakin and he still has a lot in episode two and then you see throughout season one and getting into season two uh he still has his like immaturity a lot of it um and so you see that when he like doesn't want his padawan he's just like uh when he's talking to Obi-Wan he's like ew you asked for another padawan that's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) I would never uh children (laughs) Rose, we know how he feels about younglings. So. Oh no! <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, so, but then, it is a bit meaningful then when he, I like love that moment when he's then sitting with Ahsoka, and he's just like, uh, like whatever he says, like you got a lot of like whatever little one, and she's so dis dis disheartened and whatever and he's like you would never made it as like obi-wan's padawan um but then he goes but you might just make it as mine and it's just like this beautiful moment and it's i like, think i literally wrote down exactly what you said because i loved it so much wait is this the bit where he says it is the will of the force that you're at my side yeah i was yeah. like oh that's so uh it's beautiful and i think it's that moment when they're sitting together and talking mm. That moment is the reason why people should watch the movie because, like, that right there, that is the basis, the foundation, the moment when they become Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah. And that is why everyone should, should watch the movie because, like, that is what 
makes them who they are and that's what carries them and creates this humongous bond and like and then you see it throughout like the whole series and then when you get to season five and it's like this huge moment between them and it's like they're tearing each other apart and like all this stuff and you're crying and you're like, why am I crying? And you're like, oh, <laughs> because this moment in the movie from 2008, like this moment right here, that's why I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm crying because these two characters, like, like this is where they started. This is their foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I think the movie is just like so important. Oh my God. And then you get to like was... the Tatooine bit. Yeah. And then it's like, then they're bickering siblings. Um, and that's, that's like kind of how they are. They're like, oh my God, we care so much about each other. Oh, but then I'm going to tear your, hair, your head off. Um, sort of. <laughs> yeah. So. Cause I, at the, the first half of the movie, the kind of style of bickering that they were doing, I was a bit like, are they, are they like flirt? It's, no, they're not allowed to flirt. <laughs> She's like a child. But also I was like, this is flirty. Am I reading this wrong and then later it established a bit more as like annoying older brother which I can very much relate to so I was like okay um crisis averted (laughs) I yeah I really liked the way they were kind of snapping at each other like throughout and just everything you said about that moment I was like I'm so excited to get to all those amazing bits at the later seasons I literally can't wait I have no idea what happens I all I know is that Darth Maul shows up and they're on Mandalore, and like anything from now until then, have no idea. So it's very exciting. But there's one more thing that I'm gonna say about this movie that I feel like should be said. Um, Padme is the smartest person in this whole film. Mm -hmm. Like- And the whole prequels, let's just (laughs) say. I'm like, Padme is the smartest, like everything she says, everything she does, I'm like, why did no one else think of this? Why is she the one that's like sorting all your shit out when you need someone? And then it just made me sad when I think about Padme and Revenge of the Sith. No offense, I also think it's the best prequel. But like every line in that film is like just her asking a question, like like of Anakin. Like I, I read something really recently about that, how like everything she says was just asking a question of Anakin so the audience could have some exposition. Like that's her entire character in that film. And I was like, man and then you see her in the clone wars and you're like but she's so cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and well. it's it's unfortunate because there were there was a whole arc in Revenge of the sith that was taken out that literally there are deleted scenes that mm. like natalie portman filmed um that literally showed that she was part of the creation of the rebel alliance oh, um man. yeah with bail organa and mon mothma um and everything, which means more considering where Leia ends up, you know, within mm. the Rebel Alliance and everything. Um, and she was filmed and everything, and it's like, it shows a lot more depth in Padme and Anakin's relationship too, because in one of the really deleted scenes, like Anakin is in direct opposition of Padme. Um, I think it's called, uh, she's like trying to get what's it called it's called like the petition of two senators 2000 or 2000 senators like essentially like they're trying to broker peace essentially they're trying to like uh strip Palpatine of mm, more of his powers as senator already like before mm-hmm. anyone even knew um that he was planning a dictatorship essentially <laughs> Um, but they, they already felt it. Like, they already felt like he wanted more power, like, within the Senate and all this stuff. And so, like, Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and, um, Padme, excuse me, along with, like, several other senators, I think it's, again, I think it's, like, 2,000 of them, um, do that. And, like, they're already talking about forming something similar that would go on to become the Rebel Alliance. Um, and then Padme dies, and then Bail, and then I don't know why I just called him Bill. He's not my, he's not my uncle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Senator Organa, Mon Mothma, and then you see them go on to create the Rebel Alliance. And so had Padme survived, I'm, I would like assume that she would have 
been a part of that because she already was. So it's unfortunate that they took those out because she had so much more yeah. to do within that movie alone. But then um, the Clone Wars, like you said, um, you'll see, but also you'll see within even just the first season, but within the series as a whole, just so much to like give Padme back her voice mm-hmm. um, that we saw in Phantom Menace. Um, that was we saw a little bit in Attack of the Clones, and then was like stripped away in Revenge of the Sith. Um, and if anyone is interested, highly recommend reading um, Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow as well, because those um, Padme is one of my favorite characters, and so those also are in like wildly amazing um, in showing the like her political side and like mm. um, yeah, those both take place before. Clone Wars. I think they both take place before Attack of Clones. Pretty positive. Um, yeah, those are really good. That's my mini Padme tangent as well. But um, thank you. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Great point. Love it. Thank you so much. Okay, so <laughs> is there anything else you want to add about the movie before we move on to the first arc of season one? Um, I just want to add that I love the way that Star Wars uh, handles little uh, like babies. <laughs> we oh we gotta mention stinky <laughs> we have stinky which was baby java mm-hmm. uh he was cute he was cute i mean he was kind of gross but also kind of cute <laughs> and like what was it ahsoka like didn't want to like carry him yeah they had this little baby backpack <laughs> right. yeah yeah oh my goodness oh uh, stinky r.i.p i don't actually know what happens to that thing <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> maybe like well what he dies in season two or something and we you just forgot and then we'll come to it and it'll be like wow really r.i.p stinky <laughs> maybe i mean mini mandalorian spoiler i guess but like he never shows up um, like like after jabba dies like i don't know it doesn't matter <laughs> maybe doesn't matter. imagine if in like the book of boba fett like stinky turns up and he's like <laughs> i'm here to take the rightful throne of my father <laughs> Oh my god, the revenge of Stinky. <laughs> and then Ahsoka shows up and she's like, hey guys, I can't fight him. I, can't, I, can't do I, I raised him for like all the five minutes. <laughs> she's like, my old ally, I can't do it. Oh, this is so funny. And she's like, I remember when you were this big. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm calling it now. It's happening in the book of Boba Fett, guys. Dave Floney, if this happens, or whoever's <laughs> doing Boba Fett, I don't actually know who's in charge of that. Um, this was our idea, and we want our royalties. <laughs> we, want, we want our check. Please run us our money. <laughs> oh man, Venmo me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, no. If he if he wants, he doesn't have to give us money. If he gives us like a custom-made lightsaber and, like, a background role on the new Mandalorian. <laughs> We're just, like, listing out all our demands now. We're gonna, like, please trademark have, this. Please, <laughs> please just have Pedro Pascal call me. Just have him call me. I just needed him to talk to me real quick. Yeah. I'm, we need to see if he's on, like, Cameo or something and, like, pull all our money <laughs> together and get him to do, like, a <laughs> Heroes of the Galaxy intro. <laughs> oh my gosh can you imagine oh my god (laughs) (laughs) sorry for the tangent guys we just we want a lot of things um series one (laughs) episode what we kind of skipped over episode one a little bit because not much happens right yeah i'm looking at my notes yeah take it away take it away we're setting the scene now we're on the official clone war series from the very beginning let, let us introduce you to where we're at. Uh, okay. So, well, by episode one, we mean like episode two, technically, mm-hmm. of season one, which is the first episode in the Malevolence arc, which is the first arc that we're talking about. Um, I did, I think it's cute, or not cute, I don't know what the word I want to use is, but I really like the little, like, blurbs that they have in front of every single episode, and so this one is, belief is not another choice, but 
a conviction. Sorry, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> but I think that that is what it says. Um, so I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, there really isn't a lot to talk about in this one, but essentially, um, uh, as we mentioned before, because the Clone Wars was obviously made uh, after the prequel films, um, they really had to work around some of the, like, so that they didn't come up with a lot of continuity errors. So, like, in Revenge of, yeah, Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin is, like, General Grievous, like, you're a lot, what does he say? Shorter than I thought, or whatever. Um, obviously, throughout seven seasons, they had to make Anakin never meet General Grievous. Oh, shit, like, yeah. Yeah, so even though they're all in, in, like, ships right now, it's not that hard. It gets increasingly harder a little bit, um, <laughs> as the series goes on. But I just think it's funny, because then you see, like, Anakin can't interact with Grievous. Mm. Um, so that's just something to point out. I also really love, you start to see, like, Obi-Wan points, <laughs> makes a snide remark uh, when Ahsoka speaks out of term in one of their little meetings. Uh, Obi-Wan po- points out she is learning from Anakin. That <laughs> is a funny little, like, uh, running joke, I guess, that they make. Because Anakin, <laughs> he, is a, he, he is a good master, and he teaches... Ahsoka really well, obviously, because she, she becomes one of, like, the best of a Jedi, like, she becomes really powerful, really skilled, blah, 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 mm-hmm. but, um, it's just hilarious, because Anakin, obviously, is, like, a hot head, angsty, I'm sure, like, blah, 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 so, it's just really funny, um, <laughs> that in front of everyone, <laughs> Obi- Obi-Wan sitting here, like, like, as if Obi-Wan didn't, like, train Anakin, like. Yeah, that's a bit, I was thinking that, I was like, well. <laughs> You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, dude. Come on. <laughs> like, right. But I mean, I guess Obi-Wan could be like, well, I I inherited him and he was already almost 10, so. <laughs> so I, I missed all those formative years where I could have fixed it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Where it's like, well, what's Ahsoka's excuse? So really, she... it's Qui-Gon's fault, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I should have left him on tattoo. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, and, like, you see Ahsoka and Plo Koon's bond, because Plo Koon's the one that um, scouted Ahsoka. I don't really know what the word is that you would use, but he's the one that found Ahsoka when she was three and brought her to the Jedi Temple. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, really the notes that I have for episode two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you didn't have any notes for that one. I was really daft and I just watched the three episodes in a row and didn't like differentiate on my notes which note applies <laughs> to which episode. <laughs> um, so I wrote down random things but I don't know if they're about this episode or like the next one. Um, but I think okay, when, when Anakin and Ahsoka again just like they're bickering. At first I was like Anakin's being a bit of a dick. Like he says like you know he's supposed to speak only when spoken to and all this stuff and I'm just like sit down but it's okay I, it was fine he was he's he's nice really and also I wrote down Ahsoka is baby because she is. <laughs> she's so she literally is a baby in this first series like I said I had to like google how old she was and I was like bless her I love her um uh and also I don't know if this was the next episode but Yoda says something about like <laughs> uh Anakin and Ahsoka like when they go off to save Plokum uh, on their own and then Yoda's like oh, for god's sake twice the trouble they have become and I was like right like now they're a little duo and, and Yoda loves it but he hates it but it's also like oh those guys you know like they're annoyed but they're like oh <laughs> which is really funny too because it's like what is it uh Yoda's the one that like Yoda is the one that like put them together. Exactly. Like, you, you did this to yourself. <laughs> you have done this yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But um yeah, it's like Anakin tries to be hard on her, but he's like kind of a yeah, he's kind of a dick sometimes. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. I don't really know where he I don't really know if he knows where he stands. Um mm also kind of hypocritical sometimes but 
Um, it's also very important to point out that in this season, uh, it takes place like a few months or so after uh, Attack of Clones. So he's like oh, okay. going on 20. So he's still, he's still a baby. Like, I don't know uh, if, if people, uh, I was having a conversation with some, one of my friends rather recently. And we're like, he's a baby in charge of a baby. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> You're so right though. <laughs> Excuse me, Jedi. Hello? Hello, Jedi. What are you doing? <laughs> like, so like by Revenge of the Sith, I think he's only like 23. Like he, he's, he's. He's he's a man, I guess. Uh, frontal lobe not fully formed. Hold on, I'm 23 and I'm baby, so yeah. Yeah, he's not there yet. Right. <laughs> but um. So yeah, so it's like he's he's trying to, he's trying to be like an adult an adult here, and it's like he's a married man, like he, he's an adult, I guess. <laughs> uh, in terms of like you're not 18 I guess but um you know he's still he's still learning and but it's still it's good though because you do because you're able to see when you look at like season one Anakin versus season five Anakin it is a huge difference mm-hmm. huge humongous and then you know, because then you see, there are probably people who will see Attack of Clones, Anakin versus the Vendor of the Sith, Anakin, they're like, there's no difference. It's the same picture. But, you know, if you see Attack of the Clones, Anakin, then you watch Seven Seasons of the Clone Wars, and then you watch Revenge of the Sith, Anakin, there is that difference. Um, now, it is a little bit different because, like, the movies are different than Clone Wars, and Clone Wars does really a better job of, like, developing the character because it has more time to do so um and the writing is better because it has more time to do so um but with that bridge there you're able to see that like development it it, like makes a world difference but anyway it was like I I really like the dynamic already and I kind of like I said at the start it was like he's a bit mean like I don't see how they're gelling but then like the way she comes back at him, which is obviously how she gets her nickname, Snips, because he, mm-hmm. he like, calls her Snippy because she's coming back at him all the time with all these, like, comebacks yeah. and retorts, and she's so witty. I'm like, yes, okay, she can hold her ground. These two, you know, they could be equals, and I'm really excited to see where it goes, because, like, everything I see in, like, the Star Wars fandom and the community, like, Ahsoka and Anakin are a relationship that people absolutely adore, and I can't wait to, like, get to the point where I also adore them. I like them right now. Perhaps one day I will adore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I adore them so much. I watched When We're All Done. I have several uh, YouTube edits I will send you. But <laughs> there was one that someone made recently because of the live action um, Mandalorian. Like they put in some of that, like the Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka. But the majority of it is like, the Clone Wars, and so, like, they interspersed, like, I don't know, it's just, like, one of the best edits I've ever seen, and so, like, almost almost made me cry. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) The emotional hold these two have on me is, like, too much. Do you think Ahsoka will maybe show up in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, if Anakin's in (laughs) that? I think that if she does, I will lose it. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. I think it would be, I think it wouldn't be out of the question. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know what the reason would be for it. Yeah. Because my thinking is Hayden Christensen is showing up as Darth Vader and possibly flashbacks. Um, I'm also thinking there was, like, a leak, not a leak, but, like, they're making toys. I think it's, like, the Black Series or something. Maybe it's not them, but, like, they're making toys with, like, Hank Christensen, Obi-Wan, or, Obi-Wan, oh, my God, Ewan Cricker in Clone Wars outfits. Oh, so, cool. it's, like, there's possibility that there could be Clone Wars flashbacks, but, like, live action. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, 
if that were to happen, like, that would make sense to bring in a live-action Ahsoka, but, like, a younger version, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. Um, do I want it? I always want more Ahsoka. Um, but I do also, I, I also really just want it to really focus on Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I love that they're bringing in Hayden Christensen, um, but I don't want them to keep bringing in people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my like long answer to that. <laughs> the other part of it, it takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So she would be 28. So they'd have to cast someone else. Like, so that's a whole other aspect as well. Um, like Isn't it she like 31 in The Mandalorian or something? I don't know where I read that, but I read that somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, but it would be, unless they aged her down CGI-wise, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if you're going to have her be 31 in The Mandalorian, well, no, she's, like, in her 40s or something. Because The Mandalorian takes place... This is what I was thinking, like, she can't be 31. Hold on. No, I don't think she's How old is Ahsoka in The Mandalorian? Who told me that? Oh, 45. Yeah, that's about to say, I was like, because Where did I read 31? Because <laughs> she's 18 in Revenge of the Sith. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series takes place 10 years later, so she'd be 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandalorian is after an, uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So that's like, yeah, so she'd be, yeah, in her 40s. Which, like, Rosario Dawson, I think, is in her 40s, so that makes sense. Or, or in her 30s or something. I don't know what, how old she is, but she looked the part, apparently. They cast her for it. But, um, so there's that. But unless they, like, are really committed to keeping Rosario Dawson in this role, um, it would just make more sense to cast a younger actress. Mm. Um, there's a lot of uh, fan casts that, like, uh, Laura Harrier, who was in uh, Oh yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming, she'd be perfect for the role, and like looks like Ahsoka, and like look could look like a younger Rosario Dawson, um, and fits the age. So there you go. But um, <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool, especially if we got live-action Clone Wars flashbacks. Mm. I would lose my shit. Um, but yeah, that's that's my long answer. <laughs> <laughs> so where we're at then with the episodes we're covering today, the malevolence are uh, uh, so episode three and four. So essentially, like the the general like like basically like General Grievous and Dooku have like this. What's it called? weapon or the separatists have this weapon and like the empire the republic are trying to like stop it and so that's essentially what this arc is about and so you see uh Plo Koon's ships like get destroyed mm-hmm. and so it's trying then, then it so then Anakin and Ahsoka have to do a rescue or recovery mission and they think that he's that Flocoon and his squadron's dead, and they hope that he's not, and, like, Ahsoka obviously has this, like, somewhat of a bond with him, um, and is still learning, and that's why they tell her not to speak on a term sort of thing, and then by, I think it's episode three, is when Anakin's hot-headedness kind of comes into play, and he tries to kind of, like, shoehorn um a battle in there and like loses a ton of his like men his clones um and even Ahsoka's kind of like yo what are you doing (laughs) um and uh that's kind of the gist of uh episode three and the title card of that said easy is a path to wisdom for those not blinded by ego Mm. which is perfect for that that uh, Anakin little temper tantrum that he throws. 
um, which again, cost him a lot of men. And then by episode four, the title card is a plan is only as good as those who see it through. Yes, I, I like that one because I watched, um, oh my God, I forgot. There's like, is it Star Wars Explained? They did like a little chronological watch of Clone Wars a few years back and they did like three or four minute episodes on each episode and I watched the episode for this and they said the whole plan thing is really interesting because when Padme gets involved the whole plan goes out the window because obviously they're not going to blow up the ship because Padme's now on it so I really like how that tied into the whole like obviously when when plans don't go the way you want which this obviously didn't it's still okay because the people are great and that's all that matters and the people are okay and they all care about each other and they're gonna see it through one way or another even if it's not the original plan they wanted and I was mm-hmm. like that's when I realized like wow all the title cards really do match the episode <laughs> they're not just there yeah. for no reason <laughs> no yeah they really do match the episodes like and even if you're kind of like you have to think about it and you're like what does this mean <laughs> And sometimes you get to the end of, ep- of the episode and you're like, this didn't, like, this was just, like, one of those silly fortune cookies that is more of advice and not really a fortune. But then you're like, oh, no. And you're thinking about it. And you're like, oh, no, like, this was a fortune. Mm. Um, and some of them are like, yeah, some of them are really good. Most of them are really good. Um, and especially for the episodes that are, like, super significant, you're like, damn, that hits hard. Um, <laughs> that shit slaps. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so then this episode is where Padme comes in. I can't remember if she's in the first episode. Which I we, don't think so. Which we didn't talk about today. So if she's not, then this is the first episode that she's introduced within the season outside of the movie. Um, and, you know, you see this episode, you're like, damn, Annie, like... <laughs> could you be a little bit more obvious about uh your secret relationship please oh my god it's still secret at this point isn't it oh yeah they they don't even wow wow they they are doing a very bad job (laughs) nobody knows nobody knows i mean c3p on r2d2 know uh but obi-wan doesn't does he no nobody knows well you know quote unquote no that's so funny Yeah, uh, which, you know, you get through this episode and then you see there's so many other incidents throughout the Clone Wars where you're like, how did they not get caught? Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, that then you get to season seven or like there's other like little remarks here and there. You're like, mm, were they caught? Uh. Then by Revenge of the Sith, you're like, oh, okay. Obi-Wan, yeah, Obi-Wan knew. <laughs> um revenge of sith he's like yo i'm so sorry um it's like yeah uh but yeah and then anakin ends up having uh step in yeah so that they don't uh blow up her ship and all this stuff uh i think it's like yeah of course her ship has to get in the way um, not not saying like it's her ship, but it's kind of just like it's like uh, of course like like I don't know. Not saying like oh it's her ship that's gonna get in the way, but it's like yeah. of course, someone that we love's ship gets in the way. Like uh, of course, it's like coming out of hyperspace. Like oh gosh darn it! Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing um, can go right. They're not allowed. Nothing is allowed right, to go exactly. right in this world. Exactly, but um. But yeah, and then we had the Annie, Annie and Padme have their little smoocheroo on the cute little like, like train thing. I don't even know. Love that for them. (laughs) Um, what if we kissed on that train? (laughs) Unless JK. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's cute. It all wraps up really nicely, and like that's the end of the arc, and that's kind of how Clone Wars is like um it has these little arcs so that you watch them together and then it wraps up nicely and then it starts another little arc i've Um, noticed that it is very neat isn't it it's like okay that's done on to the next uh, on to the next problem (laughs) yeah it's it's nice there are some instances where there are like one-offs like you'll have one episode here one episode there like the first episode Mm -hmm. um but yeah the majority of it are arcs uh and then each season kind of has a theme excuse me, sort of, 
it's a little bit more obscure, but like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is the Malevolence arc. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> so where do we go from here? What's what's in store on the next kind of section that we're going to be covering? Okay, yeah, we're doing the new Gunray arc. That's episodes 9 and 10. Yeah, so we're going to meet Master Lunara, which Anakin mentions in this arc. Um, she becomes a semi-important character that we see and hear about off and on throughout the series, but it's her Padawan, um, there's Afi, that is way more significant, um, which we don't meet. I don't think we meet her in the next arc, but that is important to note. Mm-hmm. So episodes 9 and 10 are essentially what we're going to be talking about next. Yeah, so that one, uh, you get a front row seat to Anakin's uh, separation anxiety when it comes to R2-D2. Um, his attachment issues, which we already know that he has issues with. Um, it, it And how it manifests in the form of R2-D2. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's really, really sweet, and um, my one friend is going through Clone Wars, and she was talking about it with me as well, and it's kind of just like, yeah, like, Anakin gets attached to literally everything, and it's like, for one, R2 is, is Padme's droid, and so it kind of, like, means something in that sense, yeah. but also in it's R2, like, it's R2-D2, and, like, fans love him, and, like, R2-D2 is literally, like, there throughout all of Star Wars, um, uh, there's a theory that he is the storyteller of Star Wars, George Lucas says that he's, like, the voice of Star Wars, like, R2-D2 is essential, so he's important, um, so it makes sense that Anakin loses his mind, but it is, like, a front row seat to, like, seeing Anakin's issues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wait for that. <laughs> yeah, and, and, everyone, and every Jedi, or like, Obi-Wan, it's like, it's a droid. Also, you're not supposed to have attachments. What are you doing? And Anakin's like, no, you don't understand. I can't <laughs> lose him. Um, and it turned into this whole thing. Um, Bless. Okay, so that was my first Clone Wars episode one. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Let's let's just do the rundown now where you can find us. You've got to follow us on everything, okay? It's yeah. at Heroes of Galaxy on Twitter. It's at Heroes of Galaxy on Instagram. Uh, join our Discord. Just drop us a DM on Twitter if you want to join the Discord and chat to loads of wholesome Star Wars fans. It's such a nice space. And you can also, if you would like to, absolutely no pressure, you can support us on Patreon. Um, The link will be in the show notes below and obviously to all the Twitter and Instagram and everything will be there as well. Um, On Patreon, we have three tiers and you can get bookmarks, stickers, shout outs, personalized postcards and early access whenever we can provide it. Um, It means the world that we have any patrons at all. So this is our little thank you to them right now. Thank you right now to our current patrons. Eamon, James, Stephen, Kelsey, Chris, Sean, Larry, Adam, Anna, we love you, you're legends, but also we love all our listeners equally, okay? They're not our favourites, but unless, no, no, they're not <laughs> our favourites. Not... <laughs> so yeah, anything to add, my dear Coho? No, I have nothing. You said everything. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions about anything we talked about today, you can DM us. Um, if yes. you're on our Discord, you can message us there. Um, you can email us. Um, yeah, you can find us anywhere and just leave us a question. And when we, when we talk on our next cantina, we have a section where we answer questions and we will get to it then. Yeah, the cantina episodes. If you have any suggestions of like discussions, guests, kind of topics that you want covered, or just any questions in general, like drop us a line we'd love to hear your ideas and give you guys a bit of what you want as well as what we want to make so you know where to find us thank you so much again for listening and we'll see you in a few weeks bye Bye. this is about something bigger than just surviving i don't know where you get your delusions laser brain